Yes, indeed, powerful people. This is another episode of Breaking the Machine. I'm your host, Ahmad Deport, alongside my partner, Spank the Bank. What up, though? And today we'll be taking another incremental step and shifting the culture. Today we got Courtney back on the show. Thanks to the gods and the earth. You know what's crazy, man? I was checking out the uh, Apple Podcast analytics. I got to send them to you so you can check them out. But um, your episodes have the most retention on all the episodes. Like, you know, you can see, like, this average has 35 minutes, people watch it for 35 minutes i think yours is like 95 percent. everybody watches it through and through Love. like 95 percent of everybody who watches it is watching it through and through and I, I think that's crazy so i'm like i know the conversation that we have with you on the show is definitely felt and deeper than just the numbers people are actually been engaged and actually listening to it all the way out i wanted to talk to you about um you've been traveling recently and i i wanted to know what traveling means to you like what it does for you even bigger than touring because i know you're on tour and we're gonna get to that but um yeah. just traveling on your own leisure time like what does that do for you um man it expands my consciousness and my awareness um if i can do anything for the rest of my life bro it'd be to travel mm. um because i believe the truth is hidden in different parts of the world and the only way we gonna get to who we truly are um, not even as a people, but as spiritual beings, because like I've I've adopted the methodology that I'm just a spirit having a human experience here, mm. um, so I can work on my darker self and all of those type of things. So like, man, me traveling and going to different parts of the world, experiencing different foods, cultures, and things like that, man, brings me closer to the truth, one step mm. at a time. You know what I'm saying? Like traveling, take a nigga there for sure. Mm. And when you Say to talk about the darker side of yourself. How did? Why is it such like a, a stigma to not tap into that? Because I, I didn't heard you talk about duality and you have to embrace the lower self and then the upper, the the, the higher self as well. Like, yeah. well, why is it so hard to embrace the lower self? Like, why is there such a you know stigma on that? I believe it's fear. Mm. Um, fear of the unknown. Like, we're in. A realm of instant gratification with everything so like everybody want to look good but on the inside we're fucked up at the end of the day mm -hmm. we're broken and this is years and years of trauma that like re religion don't teach us mm. about the darker self religion don't teach mm. you about, teach about dealing with childhood trauma religion don't teach you about unwinding karmic patterns you know what i'm saying so growing up into all of these different religions and what i noticed was we just put a mask on Mm. So you are who you are, and then when you find Jesus, you find Krishna, you find Hinduism, whatever it is, mm. that's your path to get to the creator. We find that, and you just put a mask on, and you happy, oh, yeah, praise the Lord. I'm in church every Sunday, but when I leave church, I'm fucked up. Mm -hmm. mm. So with me, spirituality taught me to dive into myself. I done been into the darkest crevices of myself, mm. and I've integrated it at the end of the day because like a lot of the times, we denounce our lower self. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or like we belittle our little self, our, our our lower self at the end of the day. But it's just like good, like what we was talking about before, when I was walking here. Good light and darkness serves a purpose at the end of the day. In order to become who we truly are, you have to descend to a sin at the end of the day. So like me tapping into my darker self has allowed me to not only appreciate my light, but it has helped me unwind the trauma that little Courtney carried at the end of the day mm. and, and I'm, I'm able to sit with myself in those uncomfortable moments in those dark moments mm. and appreciate that I, I even have a sound mind enough to even be conscious enough to want to do that not everybody want to do that type of shit at the end of the day my question is who do you feel like you yourself around wait say it again bro who do you feel like you can be yourself around somebody like i talked to my homeboy the other last week i'm like man i feel like you're the only one that really knows me 
Mm-hmm. Probably side of you. You know what I'm saying? That mm-hmm. that really knows me. Like I can pull my guard down and everything. I ain't gotta. Um, everybody. Mm. That came with me working on myself though, because Ooh. growing up, mm-hmm. you're taught different faces for different people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's a crazy way to think. But our mamas taught us that, like. Sadly, you know, we you we, you subconsciously watch them when 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 we get around white people, how our tone changes. Man, hey, how you doing? Certain cousins, <laughs> you can be this person, mm. and then when I'm around my grandma, I have to be this person because yeah. I know how she is at the end of the day. Yeah. So, like for me, working on myself, I'm authentic. I'm thorough with myself. I'm vulnerable. I'm vulnerable with everybody that's around me. But my vulnerability comes with boundaries now. At the end of the day. You don't want to be so open and be yourself with everybody because a lot of us are empaths, unbeknownst, and we're taking energy. This is an energy exchange when we kick it. You know what I'm saying? When the guy's collecting, we kick it on some whole deep other shit. Mm-hmm. So, like, for me now, I'm myself with everybody. I'm me. Like, you're going to get the same Courtney on the internet, mm-hmm. off the internet. If we out and we having a good time, I'm going to be me because I don't have the mental capacity to be dealing with duality at that level to where I constantly mm-hmm. have to switch my personality up or switch different phases. And that don't take away from the people that you're close, close to, that like right. know the dark side of you, to know mm-hmm. the bullshit that you be on and still love you. Right. You have that intimate circle. It's okay to have that intimate circle. Everybody don't get the intimacy with you. Right. But at your mm-hmm. core, who you are, that's who you want to be with everybody. Right. But my intimate circle knows me at a very vulnerable and a very intimate level. But everybody outside of that knows Courtney Bell for who Courtney Bell is. Right. You feel me? Man, I think that's one of the uh, difficult, most difficult things to do, being on that whole expressing yourself journey, like really saying how you feel. Like, I think the first um, episode that we did with you was, like, really impactful for me just to see that the way you move and the way you talk to even, you know, brothers and me, like, dang, but bro really open with his feelings. Like, he really expressed how he feel, and he's not really have that stigma of what a – a real nigga is, you know what I'm saying? He's just a real man. And, like, I've been really just trying to do that, but I think it's hard to, like, be your authentic self with everybody, like your mama, like your girl, to be real with people outside because people really don't understand, like, the journey that you want. Like, if people don't understand that you want this elevated journey, they might put you in a box with somebody else. Like, man, he's soft, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Just because he's expressing his feelings so much. Like, he's saying how he feels too much. Um, I feel like... You're not comfortable with yourself. Mm. Facts. 100%. You still battle with yourself in your head at the end of the day. Facts. Me too. You know what I'm saying? On top of whatever trauma it is that you got with your mama, whatever it is that you got going on with these people that you can't feel, that Mm. you feel like you can't be 100% yourself at the end of the day. That's because you're not 100% yourself with you. Mm. You feel me? If you ain't real with yourself at the end of the day, how can I expect you to be real with me? You know what I'm saying? If you will hurt yourself, if you will poison your body, if you will Mm -hmm. steal from yourself, how can I expect you to be anything close to real with me? At the end of the day, you feel me? So a lot of the times, like I said, it goes back to faces. We put those faces on with a lot of different people. And you be drained as fuck by the time you get to the crib. I think it's worn. Yeah, I think it's the is. environment worn with the environment. Like in your situation, I, I really can't speak to it, but I would think that you create your own environment. Like you control the environments that you're in and the environments okay. that you're not in. I feel like some of the environments I'm in, I really don't have complete control over them, which causes me to... I'm like, I, I can't war with these environments the way that I want to war with them. That's why Being my authentic work. self. Yeah, like I, I have to, you know, if, if I'm this open person, then people can take advantage of me in certain environments. You I, know? I know? I mean, but it comes with boundaries, though, like I said. Mm. 
you have to know your boundaries at the end of the day with yourself. You have to know what triggers you. You have to know the type of people that you're dealing with. When mm. you truly know who you're dealing with, well, once you know yourself first, mm. now I, I can get to know the people that I'm around. So, like, if I know I'm around a thief, I know I'm around a thief. I love mm. you for who you are. That's not going to change how I move or none of that around you. But and, I do have boundaries. And, and you and you is around. I feel like I have, I've been around friends that rob, steal, and kill. Mm-hmm. And I still love them. You know what I'm saying? I respect yeah. shit. I don't do shit. A shit spade is a spade at the end of the day. So, <laughs> yeah. like, with, with your mama, a lot of our parents, they're from that generation of the 70s and the 60s, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, they're at that age to where they're stuck in their ways. They are who they are. And you got to accept it. And you have to accept that. Not to say that they won't change, because mm-hmm. there's possibility for all of us to change with the way the earth is rising, the vibration is rising, right? Motherfucker vibe coming up fast. Coming mm-hmm. up fast, bro. Niggas been dropping like flies. I've been mm-hmm. telling everybody that, That, that shit scary, though. I ain't, that shit caused trauma. Mm-hmm. For anybody black dying young, that shit caused trauma to us. I don't care. Like that shit not normal to see mm-hmm. niggas constantly dead. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But like, you gotta realize, man, Mother Earth been giving us signs. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then just even on the individual's front, the most high been giving us signs spiritually with how we move. Like yeah. I, I feel like that grace veil is running very thin. So like the type of shit we used to be able to get away with, 2014 when we was in college, 2013, yeah. that shit ain't flying out. Mm. The small stuff not flying out. Like niggas is getting killed mm. out here. Yeah. The small that Graceville is running very thin. So the type of things you thought was cool and that you can play around with, bro, nigga, one of your homies didn't die from that. Mm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or one of my one of my people didn't die from that, bro. So mm. it's certain things. Once you become in tune, the spirit not playing. And when you feel that, it's a sense of urgency with how you move. Man, mm. There's some shit going on. There's some shit going on out here, bro. <laughs> some shit going no on. No cap. Like, that's why I be like, fuck. What the fuck he trying to tell us? Yeah, I can feel it. Yeah, in the atmosphere. But I think with being real with myself, it's like fighting the cold, man. Like, you know, it like it's like getting the shakes, man. Like. Just telling people like, man, you hurt my feelings or you know what I'm saying? I, I didn't like the way you said that. It just don't feel right sometimes because I'm fighting that masculinity. Yeah. I don't I wouldn't call it toxic, but I'm fighting that, you know, that that initial response to things because I'm actually expressing it. And I'm like, man, they not receiving what I'm saying because I just was open with them, not knowing that I can do it a different way. So it's just it's just fighting that mask. Yeah, I'm learning stuff to stick up for myself. I mm-hmm. speak up for myself. That's what I'm mm-hmm. like. Really, like, like shit like that. Like, man, you hurt my feelings. Or, nigga, mm-hmm. why you checking me about I'm learning to really speak up for myself, not hold anything no more. Mm-hmm. And everything yeah. comes with balance, too, yeah. man. You know, you have to be in tune with your feminine. Your feminine is your emotion. That is what's going to allow you to express and love. Because your masculine is going to come off with pride and ego. Your mask going to be on some, hey, nigga, you. Hey, for real, I'm going to fight. That's yeah. why I be, That's the reason why I don't really say too much. Because I be wanna beat a motherfucker ass. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. in my mind, I be going crazy, like, bro, what? You know what I'm saying? I play football too. Like, that shit did something to me. So like if you say something wrong, if I don't if I if I say something years later, it's because around that time I, I probably wanted to fight or something. I ain't gonna lie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just left it alone. But it come with balance though, man. You have to do the things that's uncomfortable for you to get comfortable. Mm. Yeah. You have to stand in the belly of the beast. You know what I'm saying? To get to heaven at the end of the day on the mm-hmm. metaphysical and the spiritual level at the end of the day. So, like, my biggest thing is that I really had to go against the grain with my communication. I was one of the worst people with communication, bro, when it came to telling how I feel, mm-hmm. telling the truth, or just being authentic. You know what I'm saying? Now that I'm at where I'm at, bro, when I communicate, I come in nothing but love to where I make I make them feel like they offended me. Mm. <laughs> and I made them, I, I offended them. Or, you know, even if it's just me apologizing about something or telling somebody like, hey, bro, 
you know, you hurt my feelings because of X, Y, and Z. And I come in love. And I pull them to the side, especially if it's a woman. Or, I mean, you know, especially if it's a man. Because it ain't no pride and ego when I want to come and communicate with you. I want you to know sincerely, like, hey, bro, I'm just telling you this out of love. But X, Y, and Z, when this happened, you hurt my feelings. And as a a man, your feminine is going to kick in. You... Your masculine ain't gonna puff up because I didn't come with my masculine. I came, mm. I came with my feminine too. Facts. So with me coming out of love, I believe it's all on how we approach situations. We can be in a nigga the most intense situation where niggas about to scrap or shoot out whatever. We talking about the spirit of the most high. Well, I got a question. Mm. I got a question. How do you feel about when homies be friends? So say, all right, he did some like whole shit to you, mm-hmm. but. I still fuck with him. So we and you cool, but you still mad at me because I fuck with him because he did some shit to you. But I be like, shit, he ain't do shit to me. Like, how do you mm-hmm. solve that? Because that's a lot of shit that happens. That's that's the story of my life right now, man. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's been a lot of things that have transpired. It's crazy. We always be talking about stuff that's going on yeah. in my life right now, bro. But, um, that shit be going on in mine. That's why. With those type of situations, it depends. So, mm-hmm. like, if me and you, if all three of us have a relationship... And we family, then that's different, right? Mm-hmm. But let's say this my man's pots and pans, and it's just mutual. And like you start fucking with him because of me. If he do any type of whole shit to me, your loyalty lie here. Okay. Period. I don't give a fuck how tight your relationship mm-hmm. is, because for me personally, I'm big on loyalty. Right. So if he did some whole shit to you, I'm gonna be real with you, hey bro. Mm-hmm. Until y'all figure that shit out. Mm-hmm. I'm at distance with you. It ain't no love lost. We 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 not beefed out. We good. Mm-hmm. But we started this mutually. This was a triangle relationship. Mm-hmm. Now, what am I? We started all at the same time. Now, if we all started at the same time, then it's one of them things to where, bro, I can't tell you how to move. I only know how I'm going to move. And even in those situations with family, I've had situations with family to where certain things have happened that you can't come back from. Mm. And I've had certain people that's close to me still go on this side. And mm. it's cool. It's no bad blood because yeah. our... Our definition of what loyalty is is different. Mm-hmm. And I can't get mad at you for moving how you move. But I peep the situation for what it is. And I still love y'all. But what am I, this person, ain't like, he don't feel like he on some whole shit going to kick it still with the family. Because his relationship is different. Exactly. So everybody, and that's mm-hmm. why I said, I won't tell you how to move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know what happened, yeah. what transpired. And my definition of loyalty is, is different, different than yours. Yeah. My, my perspective on how I'm going to move in any situation is always going to be different than the next man. I mean, as long as the motherfucker ain't trying to kill me, I can really let that shit go. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Because everybody do some 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 shit. You know what I'm saying? Some fucked up shit. But as long as you ain't you going to kill me or kill my mama or nothing like that, I can really let that shit go and mm-hmm. forget about it. Yeah. A lot of times with homies, that shit, go, that shit happens a lot in our community. Like, a lot of niggas beat off and shit like that. Man, this nigga did some shit to me. Now you want me pick and choose between y'all? Hell no. Mm-hmm. Don't, I don't want to be in that shit. Yeah, no, and, and you don't do that. I just told one of my homeboys that, like, bro, I ain't one of them niggas that's going to make you choose a side, bro. Yeah. The power lies in your hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when you start playing both sides, now we have a, 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 a But niggas issue. play both sides because one of them, your homie's trying to make you pick a side. Mm-hmm. That's when niggas start playing both sides. Mm-hmm. It be like, shit, nigga, I really fuck with you, but my mans don't fuck with you because you really mm-hmm. did some whole shit. But nigga, you ain't never did shit to me. You feel me? Like, but that I, just because he haven't did it to you is just like a snake. A snake is yeah. a snake at the end yeah. of the day. But so, I, it, it go back it, to relationships. Yeah, it. Do, I feel like it go back to relationships. Mm-hmm. You feel me? It depends what type of relationship y'all got. It depends what type of shit y'all did. Me and him, shit. He probably 
Shit, he probably did some snake shit to me, but he also probably gave me game too. Mm-hmm. I mean, but that's also I feel yeah. like with you, with 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 where just you you personally speaking on like yo your methodology, yeah. how you looking at it. We all gonna look at everything different. So like mm-hmm. you 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 may have more uh, patience okay. when, when it comes with dealing with people. Like knowing you did some whole shit to me, I bypass it. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Where I'm at. I, I have a mission. I have shit that I got to do. So you only got one time to play with me. I get it. That don't mean I'm not... I, I I love you to death, but you only got one time to play with me or play me at a level that you can't come back from or just disrespecting me at a level to where mm. you thought that you was going to play me like a sucker and you're not. Mm. Yeah, and that makes sense. I'm still going to move in love with you. I'm not going to have no hate in my heart towards you because I know that we're human and we're flawed. I know everybody was raised different. We all got different traumas. Everybody moved different. You know what I'm saying? So that's the grace in it. And I, I won't allow my emotions to make me move in a situation that can make this situation 10 times worse than what it already is mm. at the end of the day. So, you know, we all move different with those type of things. But the goal is to forgive at the end of the day. Whatever the whole shit that the person did, forgive for you. That don't mean you have to have them back in your circumference. Back to boundaries. I have boundaries with my circumference now. You can't get back into my intimate circle mm. once you do something and get kicked out of it. Mm. If it's to a certain level to where, oh, yeah, no, I can't trust you. Now, if you just do something and then we talk it out and hash it out, then that's different. But if you do something that's disrespectful to me, especially knowing our bond or whatever, you're done to me. You won't be back into my intimate circle unless the most high spirit take me to a whole nother level mm. spiritually to where I'm not even dealing with my emotions at all. And I look at you purely for who you are and love you for who you are. Mm. You know what I mean? And when, you know what I'm saying? Ain't, ain't none of us perfect, bro. We all mess up. We all, you know, did some whole shit to people before. I know I have for sure. Mm-hmm. Mainly women. Man. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So, you know, it's... You call a spade a spade with those type of situations, man. When you talk about the mission, I mean, that's something that really connect with me. Like, does your mission or your purpose, like when you finally lock in on what you're trying to do, like it could be something as simple as tour dates or something as simple as a record you got to knock out or a feature or something. And like people starting to take advantage of your time or you you trying to do a, a, a wholesale deal. And it's like you understand the value of your time and people around you don't even understand the value of your time. Can your mission make you kind of irritated with people dealing with you with your time? Like, or do you find like it's the same before you was on the mission or, you know, b- before? Um, I feel like a lot of that comes with emotion and and. It's ego a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's, ego, it's, it's, it's ego most definitely. Like me feeling like if, if I value my time, I'm not going to put myself in a situation where somebody is going to disrespect my time. And you give everybody the benefit of the doubt. So once I feel like you're starting to play with my time, you playing with yourself at the end of the day. Mm. Everything that we do is, is hurting ourselves. It's not even hurting me at the end of the day because I'm in a space to where I can just completely walk away from this situation. And you going to be in a whole little turmoil, whatever it is that's going on with your time by, my, by yourself. But... My mission is my mission at the end of the day. And I know that some people is going to play with your time as you move on. And these are the lessons that we have to learn as we ascend and go to next levels and next levels and next levels to where you are who you surround yourself with. So you got to get through those people that's going to waste your time so you know how valuable your time is and how valuable you are to every situation that you go into. You feel me? So as I grow, I didn't, I deal with it now still. Mm-hmm. People move on their own time, move when they want to move, and that's cool. But you're not going to waste mine. At the end of the day, I'll come back to you. Like, I was just texting one of my, um, a little friend, and 
we, we hadn't talked in years. But, you know, we had text, and then she had texted me like two days later. Like, Ooh. oh, yeah, my bad. I forgot <laughs> to respond. Yep. So the first two to three times, I let it slide. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, maybe she busy, da, 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 da. I'm not taking it personal. But this third time, I'm like, look, baby, I'm not one of them ones that I feel like, you know, we're not even going to waste each other time here. Just hit me when you got time to kick it and talk. Otherwise, don't hit me and waste my time. And just left it at that. But I, I communicated it in love. They're like, you wasting my time now. Because I'm allowing you into my matrix to communicate with you. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to communicate as, you know, to the best of my ability. But the way you moving, you playing with my time now. And my energy thinking I'm whoever you talk to and they accept that. I don't accept yeah. that type of communication. Hey. What's your top five? No order. Top five what? Rappers. No order. No order? Ooh. I'm going to go Pac, um, Kendrick. I'm going to go Big L. Oh, hey, I ain't see that one. Um, I ain't see that one. Niggas don't even know who Big L is, yeah, for real. I'm going to go Big L, Nas. Ah, So many, bro. Yeah, like it's, it's, it's so many. But for like people who influence me, uh-huh. I'm going to go with Nipsey. Mm, okay. That's thanks. my top five. Okay. I think that's what most people's top five is. It's really hard to say these the top five. I it really gotta go by influence. Yeah, yeah. Like, it has to I, I think always it, go by that. Like people who influence me man. the most. Like mm. Nas influenced me a lot growing up. Uh DMX influenced me a lot. I would yeah. put like X was cold, bro. Man, X was he he was the balance of for me what I am. Mm. Like he battled with his darkness, he mm. battled with a lot of things, and he was in tune. With God mm-hmm. at His it, level, and it yeah. was real and authentic, and you felt that. We and did see was, like a, a King David with him. If yeah. you really, if you really pay attention to his story, I was watching an interview. He lashing out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But he always been authentic. Mm-hmm. Like now, nah, that's authenticity. You know, did I say that right? Authenticity. Yeah, yeah authenticity. authenticity. <laughs> hey, fuck it. But no. <laughs> Hey, but no. <laughs> damn, but no, like that's when I when I when I watch this interview, I'm like, dang, like yay, yay, like that too though. Mm-hmm. Yay, authentic mm-hmm. as hell, believe mm-hmm. it or not. But I had to ask you your top five was. Yeah, and I I feel like that's just off the top of my head. Like I really had to sit like and think like who really influenced me because I called Big L later, and he still influenced me crazy. But mm-hmm. like Kendrick, Pac, and Nipsey influenced me the most mm. for sure. I feel like Nipsey was one of the most authentic rappers. Because yeah. he, he was authentic behind behind the camera. Who mm. he was was who he was. He didn't change. He didn't he wasn't one of those like when you watch his interviews, I watched an interview where they talked about um I, it was on BT during his album uh run and a nigga was just talking about like how do y'all feel about like changing your masculinity when you around white people or you around rich people or whatever. And everybody said what they said and it was just like, Bro, I'm gonna be me. They either gonna fuck with me or they not. That is true. And that that mm-hmm. stuck that's that stuck with me like Nah, that's real. That's real because we all be in them spaces where we be in certain rooms and it's, oh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, nah. Like, what's right up, now, bro? I want to grow my hair off some more. You know, I want to get braids, but like back in my mind, it's like, can I do like business, like closed business deal with fucking braids? Yeah. I mean, but you got to think, bro. You remember during the era when. Like, nigga, it was a sin, like, to sin, sin to have tattoos. Yeah. So, like, niggas yeah. didn't get tattoos because yeah. of the job. Jobs yeah. didn't hire you. Mm-hmm. Niggas, CEOs, multi-billionaire niggas tatted the fuck, fuck up. up. Yeah. Mm. Times is different now, so it's not about the aesthetic and the look. It's about you. Yeah. At the end of the day, nigga, you can have a bald head. 
You mm-hmm. can have locks. You can have whatever you want to have. It's who you are. What do you bring to the table? That's true. At the end of the day, that's why a lot of CEOs and VPs and all of that of these major record labels and corporations is black now. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It ain't about what well, is. It's still a color game to us on, on on a lower level. It's a it's, it's a color game. Mm. Um, but like nigga, outside of that, it's who you are. Mm. You feel me? I can have on nigga. I can have on all my crystals. Nigga, these was all chains. If I had all mm. chains on, nigga, mm. these chains don't make me. Because mm. people know Courtney for who Courtney is. Mm. At the end of the day, like I'm not known for jewelry. I'm not known for none of that. But if I want to put jewelry on, I make the jewelry. Yeah, I mm-hmm. make what I got on. I make who I am. I make my business deals. Mm. I walk in a multi-million dollar room just like this. Mm. I don't give a fuck about y'all having suits on, bro. Because I'm is, the one that's bringing this paper to the table at the end of the day or this part. business. Y'all want to get in bed with me. I don't want to get in bed with y'all at the end of the day. Mm. <laughs> this my bed y'all in. <laughs> this ain't, this ain't, I didn't come over to your house and get in bed with you and your wife. You came and knocked on my door and got in the bed with me. Yeah, yeah I ain't never looking like that. You feel me? So, and I'm, I'm not saying you move with ego with it and beat on your chest, but like, I know who I am, bro. And I'm still figuring myself out, but I'm aware of self. So I know what I bring to every environment that I step into. You know what I'm saying? That's the main reason I grew my hair out, bro. I, I went through that like, man, I don't. I don't know how I'm gonna look. I don't want to fuck up no business. Like same type of time. Yeah. But when I grew my hair, bro, the 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 strength of my spirit. Yeah, I do came feel with it. it. Yeah. Man, nigga, nigga couldn't pay me to cut this off. I, I feel it. I feel it that days. Like I feel that high vibration, mm-hmm. especially when the sun out. I'm like on my little walk and run. I feel that shit. It'd be like a high. Mm-hmm. It'd be, I'm like, God damn. But I be feeling it. Yeah, bro. That's your antenna. Yeah. That's your connection to the spirit realm. Mm. Most definitely. I don't know if I'm gonna ever grow my hair back out, man. <laughs> I used to have a juice back in the day, man. Oh, for I real? don't know if I ever grow it back <laughs> out, man. You know, you know that that you, cut was big in like 2011. Yeah, that cut. Was it big. was, yeah, yeah. Back when um, Dennis Smith was actually in high school, man. Yeah, that was a big, that was, was a big cut. That. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about uh, college, man. Mm-hmm. Um, your college experience. How was that for you? Like, and do, what do you think of the, the the construct of college in general? Like all the loans and stuff like that. Man, all of this shit is an illusion. Mm-hmm. All of it is fake at the end of the day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I believe just like the with the methodology of our diet, like every realm that we exist in is not our realm. Mm. It has nothing to do with us. College, we're walking books, bro. Us as being aboriginal beings, we are the book. Everything that has derived with science, technology derived from us at the end of the day. So like being young, Bro, I didn't know nothing about college until the 12th grade. Damn. That's when I applied. Like, Ooh, I didn't know. When I tell you, I didn't know nothing about college, bro, <laughs> until 12th damn, grade. Nigga. I applied to get into college at 12th grade, bro. Mm. Me, me too. You know what I mean? So, like, What I, college you go to? Michigan State. Mm. Oh, damn. You went to state? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shit, I couldn't even get in that, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I wasn't. I, I was a scholar most definitely mm. in school. Like, on the road the whole time and still played around. Mm. But I, I feel like the whole infrastructure of college, if you're a person that wants to make it in America and go corporate and all of that, then that's your route. That's, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You have to do that if you're not going to be an entrepreneur and make your own way out here, which is what we, you know, mm-hmm. well, I'm not going to say what we're supposed to do, but what I think we should do, mm-hmm. be entrepreneurs. But as far as college and all of that stuff, I'm not with it because at the end of the day, I'm wasting my time. And then I'm going to waste more time after I graduate to go work for somebody else no, to get really a high yeah. position in somebody else's company. No, look, mm-hmm. you're looking at somebody that got a bachelor, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And working on my master's, it's a fucking rat race. 
Yeah, mm. that shit weak as hell, bro. You know, yeah. it's a dream they paint for you. Yeah. You thinking after you, oh, I got this degree, I'm about to get this nice ass crib. Nice, man, you end up in fucking debt. Mm-hmm. And and then you spend your first few years with that big ass job paying off all the work that you didn't had to put in to get there. Opposed to like for me, I look at everything as an ecosystem and a freeway, bro. You got a million people that's going northbound, getting ready to go home for work. That southbound lane be free coming back. Damn. You feel me? You got so many people that's going northbound to go to work. Go to work. Or it's I, I said it backwards. The southbound is, is busy and the northbound is free. But either way it go, I believe in us paving our own lane, paving my own route. I don't want to walk amongst the crowd mm-hmm. at the end of the day. I want to go the total opposite direction. I want to I wanna know why. Mm-hmm. I want to know what's over here. Why is this over here? Why is this lane empty? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And that's not just in business. That's in every facet of life, whether it's working out, whether it's spirituality, whether mm. you have so many people that goes with, yeah. that go with. You know what I'm saying? And you got a lot of people that go with and then wake up on the going with them like, no, I'm going this way. I, I know what it's like over here. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't want to be with the crowd. And everything that I do, bro, I want to be totally left field. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? I want to be who Courtney is because it's not another Courtney. There's not another Courtney Bell that's a rapper. No. I'm the only one. And there's no other rapper that rap how I rap. Mm. You, you got a lot of niggas that can rap the spirituality, mix all them big words and all mm-hmm. that. That's cool. But you know what I'm saying? Sad to say, a lot of our brothers, man, be cornballs with it because yep. they get all of this knowledge and just forget who they were. Or they were never built from a solid foundation from the jump. Mm. And these the niggas that get on the internet and be preaching to people, teaching people and all of that. But behind closed doors, bro, you a cornball, bro. Mm. I never wanted to be that person. So for me, I feel like the way <laughs> my music resonates, it resonates because people who know me know I come from a real background. Mm. They know I come from a real place in my hood. I wasn't just somebody that was found spirituality and then like I've, I've just been this my whole time. Like, Why they got to be cornball? The reason, okay, what makes so them a cornball? What makes them a cornball is judging people. One, mm. you got a lot of niggas mm. that get into that higher realm of knowledge, and y'all niggas is stupid. Y'all still eating pork. Y'all still, my nigga, you were still eating pork two years ago. Mm. You was just in the bed with these same people. Yeah. So who are you to shun somebody? Hey, I, I I believe though. I know a lot of people that went through that phase though. Mm-hmm. I, I believe I did shit, but I ain't know. I ain't, yeah. I caught myself. We don't know, but I didn't know. Like that made me like, oh, hell no, nah, nigga. I'll tell the niggas. When I went through it, man, you shouldn't be eating no meat, nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't say shit, nah. Yeah, but, but I ain't know that, though. You feel me? But every nigga I like, paid attention to that went to spirituality, a lot of them did go through that stage at mm-hmm. first. I went through it. You know what I'm saying? I I, I didn't go through it at a crazy level, you mm-hmm. know, but I, I did. Like, I was around my people. Like, bro, y'all need to be, y'all yeah. need to be. That's This not their journey. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is your reality. Can't bring nobody with you. Don't don't pull people into, into your reality at the end of the day. And I learned, like, another thing that yeah. make a lot of these niggas lame is how they treat our women. Because Ooh. you got a lot of niggas that come into the power and the knowledge mm-hmm. of self to a certain level, which mm-hmm. n- you still don't know shit, and we don't know nothing. You don't know nothing at all. You go yeah, you don't know shit, nigga. I can believe in everything that I believe in right now, and nigga, I come across something tomorrow that'll shatter everything that I didn't believe in my whole life, or yeah. everything I didn't believe. You know, yeah. all of that. So you got a lot of niggas, bro, that come into the knowledge of self, and nigga, they manipulate the fuck out of our women. Yeah, they and do. we already manipulate our women at a lower level, and we don't even know nothing. We mm. not even deep into spirituality yeah, and don't. study how niggas study. And we still manipulate our women. We still be narcissists, and we still fuck them over at the end of the day. Yeah. Knowing mm. everything that you know, knowing everything that you know spiritually, knowledge, the nigga knowledge that you got, you can still, nigga, go out and cheat on your girl if the right opportunity presents itself. <laughs> nigga knowledge. Mm. I like that. You feel me? 
So it's like that that type of shit make you corny too to me. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like the do it for the internet type of niggas, but behind closed doors, like nigga, your closet is filthy. You got I skeletons all in. I hate the fucking Ooh. internet. I always say that every day I come on this bitch. Mm. Cause it's a I don't know, it's just Everything serves its purpose though. Yeah, dude, it, it bring a lot of truth to that bitch. It just Yeah, I think that was my biggest hill to climb, just judging people, man. Just cause when you race a certain type of way, you just want to put it on other people, man. But I just I had and, to let that go, man. And that's the thing though. I'm not really fucking judging you or like mm-hmm. when I was doing I wasn't really trying to judge yeah, you. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. I wasn't was. trying to get you on the yeah. the, mm-hmm. the boat with me. Like, hey bro, this shit dope over here. You know what I'm saying? But that may not be they boat to get on. And it is, but you're right. And that's what but you and know, that's what so, we don't learn. Sometimes it's you just want to get somebody in a struggle with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think it's the struggle. For me it was. You know, like yeah, okay. this journey, this journey yeah, okay. that I'm on, like, okay. this is difficult. Like, but I'm on this whole righteous path, but it hurts. It's yeah. like it's okay. heat over here. And that's what I tell people, like, man, it, it, it's 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 something about that choice, man. It's something about that choice. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, obviously, obviously, I was born up in, like, a military structure, right? So I didn't really, I don't want to say I didn't have a choice, but it was kind of, you know, it was different. No, yeah, it was, you it know? was embedded in you. You know? So it's like, if when you're in that heat, like, the minister say heat is for purification. Like, fire is for purification, right? Mm-hmm. So if you go through the fire, you're going to be purified. Either that or you're going to perish. So you're going to perish or you're going to be purified. So my whole thing was, man, I, if you had that glass of water over there and you could see that water and you knew you had the option to, to you know what I'm saying, put that water on yourself to cool you down, it would make the suffering feel better because it's like, damn, I know I have the choice to do that. But I'm choosing to be purified, and I'm choosing the fire, and I'm choosing to, you know what I'm saying, go through this purification. But instead, I felt like I was being purified, and I was being burnt, and I didn't have the option of to be able to pour that on myself and to cool me down for a moment. So I was like, dang, man, this purification feels different because I feel like there's nothing. Like, I can't make a mistake. I can't say, oh, man, I I, I fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You can say, play as fuck up. I, I didn't have that. You know, it was just like, you either do it perfect, or you're gonna perish. Like, there was no other option. So, you know... My whole thing was I was looking at other people because I wanted to get other people in the struggle with me. Like, you know, I'm on this path and it's helping me and it's benefiting my life. But, man, I need people by me to help me stay strong because I wasn't strong. I don't want to say I wasn't strong in my walk, but it would have made it easier. I wanted to make it easier by putting people around me in my struggle with me. I mean, you're supposed to. Look at Jordan. Mm. Nigga, Jordan was going through the struggle. Nigga, Scotty, get on my fucking level. Mm. Curry, get on my fucking level. So we can get to this fucking ship. You got to though. You gotta, you, bro. You need a yeah. team, bro. Sports. I look at sports for life advice a lot now, cause that mm. shit is real life advice. Like, nigga, I need nigga get on my level. You ain't on my level, bye. Mm-hmm. It be like that with your partners too. Sometimes, it, it, like, it, it really be. be like that. It be like, man, I'm just really pushing you because we we trying to win the chip, yeah, man. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. Well, is that a good thing? Is that not? <laughs> not what I what I what I was about to say was. With those type of situations, I've experienced it as well. But I've also learned that you bring people into your struggle, and mm. that struggle is more detrimental to them than it is for you. Yeah. Yeah. Because that path wasn't meant for them to be on right now. Mm. Facts. You Facts. know what I'm saying? A lot of people yes. have to get the bullshit out of them. A lot of people have to get the gunk out of them. And a lot mm. of times, we're not comfortable with sitting by ourselves. So we bring people in so they can suffer with us. Mm. But they're going to suffer at a level 10 times higher because it wasn't meant for them to do that. And they're only following because of your power of influence and leadership. So they're going to trust your word that this is the right path. And there's multiple paths to get to the one path at the end of the day, right? Damn, that shit deep. That's deep as fuck, bro. So, like, for me... I'm 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 very in tune spiritually. I'm very deep with my spirituality. And 
I was learning so much and being given so much by the most high that I'd be going to my niggas, hey, bro, y'all need to try this. Y'all mm-hmm. need to do this. And now when I look at my niggas, the path that I'm on and where they at because of what I told them or what I exposed them to, they're lost. Facts. And I Man, have to take facts. that on the chin because Man. I moved unconscious and wanted them to share the struggle and the pain with me. I've experienced that, so I know that's facts. And that's, that's not hurt. good because yeah. we're doing it unconscious, so that it's hurt. not a thing to where it was intentional. It wasn't intentional mm-hmm. with you bringing them on. You wanted mm-hmm. them to grow. These are yeah. this your, you know what I'm saying? These are female companions or your mm-hmm. homegirls. You want them to grow. But what happens when you put them in a fire too fast? Mm. What happens then? Now you're responsible for putting them in a situation that they weren't even ready to be in from the jump. Mm-hmm. But they did it because of you. So I learned to let people walk they walk. Mm-hmm. And with the most high, it's divinity and synchronicity. All things work together for the mm-hmm. greater good as long as you walk. Lower self, at the end of the day, is like, nigga, I'm, I'm not even lower self, but I'm making the choice to da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. But it was already planned out. Mm. At the end of the day, with the most high, the most high, the higher beings, they move off synchronicity and divinity. Mm. They just move. They don't question nothing. They don't think about nothing. They just just be. You know what I mean? So with those type of situations or with my homies or just with anybody, I learned to just let people be. And if it's meant, the spirit is going to line with us on whatever level that we need to coincide on. So I was reading this book and then about, and they were talking about Jordan, how he had everybody on his team. But it, it did say in the book when Jordan left them, they weren't shit. Oh, for sure. That shit makes sense now when you just say, I'm like, damn. Because he was the one. He was the one. Mm -hmm. He was the one. When they left, they won shit Mm -hmm. on the court. Like, they was lost. But see, what what, what, what happens when, I I feel like, you feel me, just making this on on some street shit. Back in the 80s, you couldn't tell who was the boss. Everybody got to be all leaders of our own infrastructure. That's why I used to like that. That's why I like the 80s so much, bro. Facts. And now we're in a pyramid scheme Mm -hmm. era to where, nigga, you hit the head, the body going to fall. Mm. You hit the nigga at top, ain't nobody gonna know what to do. Back then, nigga, some somebody got killed. The next nigga went in line. The next leader went right in line. Hey, this this what we on? Y'all already know what it is. He gone, but nigga, business still gotta go on. In certain situations, you drop a nigga now. You know, not not promoting violence or nothing like that, but just keeping it on some street shit. You drop somebody now, their whole infrastructure is done. We ain't gotta worry about them no more. They wasn't shit without. They they was everything with them. They ain't gonna be shit without them. That's mm. true. And I don't want to live like that. I, I'm not the head of my infrastructure with yeah, my I don't want to be the head. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm mm-hmm. I'm a part of this body at the end of the day. Yeah, I'm the face of it. But, nigga, if all of this stopped with all of the game that I done gave my niggas, they still going to win if something happened to me. Mm. Because of the spiritual game that I gave my niggas. Or life lessons. Or business moves. Or, you know what I'm saying? That's how the family Advice. supposed to be. Yeah, that's how the family to the Godfather. To Shit, nigga, the Godfather left. Mike was right under. Mm, then in the me? third one, after Mike got killed, it was his nephew. Exactly. So they always kept that that shit in the family. That's how it's supposed to be run. Your family is your tribe and your legacy. Mm-hmm. I like the mob ass movies. And, and that's real, man. You can't never take some what's what's at somebody's backbone, man. Especially if you're not the the most elevated spiritual guide, and you can't guide them to like you said. Sometimes the things that make sense in your mind or how you climb that mountain, other people can't follow that path. They like, can't you know follow what I'm saying? that at all. You, you giving them color signals where you got to make a left at the red rock or make a right at the blue rock, and they colorblind. So they don't. Mm-hmm. They, you got to get them different directions, and they can't follow the directions that you followed to get up there. You memorized it by colors. They got to memorize it a different way. They got to bump into the rocks to know where, where to move. And I really think 
that's real because I experienced that, man. Like when you take that somebody's backbone and it's like this is what I'm on, and you can't give them anything to hold on that backbone, you just destroy that person. Yeah, you and it's like you, you you did it in love because you was trying to get them to some place that you think you at, but it's like. You, you sometimes you don't really be that that that's guy who can get them to that exactly that place, and, and we all really just trying to get each other in a place of awareness. Yeah, that's that, all it's really that's, about. Yeah. Like we we talk about the vaccine, we talk about eating right, we talking about treating women right. It's just awareness. Like man, niggas ain't aware out here, bro. We just trying to make sure you aware, man. That's all I care about that you aware. Like you know what I'm saying some stuff going on across the street, man. You, you see that? Okay, good, cause. These other, they not seeing this. So I'm just making sure you seeing this. They ain't got nothing to be woke and you looking mm-hmm. at everything, man. This got cl- clarissa in and this stuff. And then you ain't got to check that. I'm just saying you got to be aware. Just be of aware. Just, yeah. I hate when niggas be like, oh, you woke. I don't like that shit. Mm. Nigga, how you want to be woke and shit? Nigga, how the fuck I want to be woke and shit now? <laughs> I want to be woke and shit now. <laughs> what? What? Nah, because I came to some type of consciousness. I mm. always had this consciousness. Like, I used to mm-hmm. listen to Pac a lot. Especially in college, bro. I used to listen to Pac so fucking much and analyze what the fuck did he say. Mm-hmm. So it always mm-hmm. been in the back of my mind. Just didn't speak it out. You know mm-hmm. Just never spoke mm-hmm. it out. That's and I told some students that today, man. I was having a, a group conversation with them. And um, all the women were just expressing themselves, saying how they felt about Because I asked them the question, would you rather have a rich parent that gives you no love, but they, they, they give you money? Or would you have a, a poor parent? Or somebody who doesn't have the financial means, but they give you all the love, all the attention, all the game. Everybody chose riches. So all the women, they yeah, all the women told the the, the, the rich parents. So I asked it, the, the dudes, like, man, so what y'all feel about this? And they ain't really had much to say. And I was just basically telling them, like, man, listen, this is the environment. We got to break that whole dumb nigga stereotype. Like, man, I understand y'all just in here. And I know we think the cool dudes only say three words. And you talking longer than three minutes. It's like, man, this nigga's still talking. It's like, man, we breaking that. In this room, that don't exist no more, man. I know y'all got hella shit going on in y'all mind. Y'all done seen a lifetime of, y'all got a lifetime of experiences. And y'all only saying three words. I know y'all can put more more than that together. And after I said that, one of the, one of the young gentlemen, he got up, man, and he he was talking for like four minutes straight, and it was the most powerful thing I ever heard. And I told him to get, clap it up for him at the end because I knew he had it in him. He was just locked in that nigga mentality, mm-hmm. you know, of, like you said, you always had it in you. Now you're expressing it. So now when you express it, it's like, man, they didn't know he had it in you. But, but we all got it in us, especially if we didn't seen some stuff through our life experiences. You know he got some something deep in him. He didn't seen Thanks. something, man. Like those students are telling me the simplest stuff, and it'd be so deep. Like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I heard one of the students tell me the other day, she told me, the child you treat the worst is the one you need the most. Mm-hmm. I said, damn. Mm. I ain't never even thought about that shit. I was like, damn, I got to write that down. Like, I was like, man. These kids raising themselves. Yes. So they already, they raising themselves, and plus the internet is raising them too. I ain't going to lie. Mm. The internet keep you, make you grow up a little fast. No, you man, see, the internet makes you, you grow up super fast. Yeah, mm-hmm. you see so much shit. They already know sex, all this shit is. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like instant stimulation, instant gratification. Yeah. Everything is instant now. Like I remember being in a space to where, bro, like, nigga, we fought social media, bro. Like nigga, we had to wait to like nigga, we went out with a girl at the movies to Man. see. Nigga, I, <laughs> I used to go to the movies just to get some time. <laughs> You feel me? Like just being young. I ain't gonna lie, dog. That shit was the shit. Then we'll go see a movie. I ain't gonna buy you some nigga shit right now. But look, nigga, I used to really go to the movies 
and pick a movie that nobody was gonna be. <laughs> so you can get busy. So I can get busy, bro. I got caught one time, bro. We was all the way up at the top. I'm like, bitch, why the fuck your ass come up here to come watch a movie by herself? Like, why you come up here all the way at the top? Ain't nobody in this goddamn theater, though. But you know what I'm saying? I just remember like my childhood was was lit, bro. Yeah. I had a fun yeah. ass. My childhood was lit. lit like, bro. nigga, we was outside, bro. Outside, outside. We was outside, like outside. On bikes, like we in cars. What? Mm. Nigga, well, all of us got bikes. Hey, bro, we about to ride downtown. Bro. Hey. Bro, oh, we was out like, fucking sad, bro. Like it went, it was. Bro, I always catch a chick walking up the block, man. Yo, what's up, baby? Yo, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's like that type of interaction ain't and ain't there no more. Heck, you know, and see, like me growing up, bro, I stayed in the projects my whole life. Every, every, <laughs> everywhere I done lived, bro, I stayed in the projects. I didn't move into a house until I moved out on my own mm. in college. When I dropped out of college, mm. like me and my brother stayed together in the house. That was the first house I ever stayed in. So, like, the era that I grew up in, I grew up in a community environment. Like, I grew up in the Brewster Projects and the Herma Gardens. I'm from the West Side, mm -hmm. but I grew up in the, in the Brewsters, bro. And, like, I remember being young, and that project was so big, all the parents knew each other. So, like, at the end of the day, nigga, during the summertime, nigga, if you can't find your kid, you know your kid is safe. Yeah. You, you know mm. what I'm saying? Like, all of us hanging out together. Like, nigga, I can come back in the crib at 2 in the morning my mama not tripping. Because mm. she know who I'm with. She know their parents. Like, we spent yeah. the night at each other's crib. Niggas yeah. grew up together. So, like, I grew up in a community, like a village. Mm. It takes a kid, a village to raise a child. It does. Environment. It does, bro. And, nigga, like, I, I, I take that to heart. So, like, when I, when I have kids, I believe in a village raising mm -hmm. a kid. Yeah. And I'm reading a book right now called The Spirit of Romance. And it's just about uh, the Arthur. She's from Africa, and she's speaking on how important it is with where they live opposed to the westernized way of thinking. And everything that they do involves the village. Everything that they teach their kids involves the village. That makes from sense. sex to how they raise their kids, marriage, the whole nine. I don't know why they westernized. I don't know why they westernized so much. <laughs> like, why did Europeans come up with this whack-ass way because of thinking? Fail. Because we fail mm. at mm. the end of the day. It ain't nobody fought for so like for people that still mad about slavery that still mad. I'm I'm not telling people not to be mad, right, right. But, mm. but for people that still feeling some type of way or hating white people, no, bro, you hate yourself. Mm. Mm. Hate the ancestors that came before you that chose to be on some fuck shit and descend down to be a regular regular man when we are gods. We rule everything. We are technology. We are science. We created. We built everything at the end of the day, and you fail. Mm. So if I'm mad at anybody, I'm mad at my my lineage of ancestors that put me in this situation at the end of the day because so many of them failed due to whatever it was. We weren't alive then. We can only go off what history tell us or the shit that we study at the end of the day. But we weren't there to know why, like how or why they completely <laughs> failed. Ignorant though. But niggas failed. Nah, niggas wasn't ignorant. They <laughs> was failed. they was put in the ignorance. I don't know. Like he said, we was gods. We talk God hit hit himself, so we start worshiping things that, yeah. like you know, the the natives start worshiping the worshiping the sun and nature and stuff like that because God hit himself. Mm. So I don't think it's that we was inherently ignorant. It's just it's 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 a whole deep thing. I can I, I don't want to go into it too deeply, but it's just there is like you said that there's that lower self and that higher self in us. And we didn't know that we had that lower self in us to that degree until it was revealed at a certain point in time. Mm. And when it was revealed, God had to hide himself in order for that lower self to fully manifest itself. Mm. So then we had to go into a lost state. We had to go into a fallen state. We start worshiping all this other stuff. We we start acting as niggas, and we lost that God. So it's a reason behind it. Yeah, because God, he hid himself. He The wisdom, the wisdom was hidden. You know, it's written on the catacombs, but... 
You know what I'm saying? A lot of the, the higher knowledge and how it was hidden. That's why we not as smart and intellectual. We don't move the same way that we did, you know, in, in the times before the man. You know what I'm saying? When we talk about the times of the gods, it's like no, that that knowledge was hidden. You know, so it, it was hidden by God. So we was we was mm-hmm. destined to go into ignorance, the dark age. We was destined to go into oh, that for sure, for sure. And you know what I'm saying? The, 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 the earth is alive, man, and mm-hmm. they, they always tell us that history repeats itself. So we, we we go into the same cycle. We go into the waves. Pay attention to music. Mm. Music is the biggest thing to look at when it comes to how the earth moves and how spirituality works. You got certain people as the earth goes into the affinity sign or however, this uh, complete circle. It's parts in this circle that mm. consciousness is going to be high around this time. Then it's going to die off. Then the bullshit is going to be relevant. Then it's going to die off. Consciousness is going to come back around. We constantly going to be in this perpetual cycle until we get to the vibration that we need with a certain number. I ain't even heard no conscious music. Mm-hmm. It's a certain number, yeah. So I ain't even heard no conscious music right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But bullshit. a lot of a lot of rap rap is starting to come back again. Yeah. So, so you know what rap rap coming where hip-hop and rap originated? Consciousness is coming right behind that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like it's gonna make it more cool. Like nigga, to be conscious is ex- like it's actually accepted now. Yeah. Like it's 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 a it's a fad now. Like everybody want to be woke. Everybody want to be conscientious of everything and aware. Which that's gonna, gonna be kind of corny too. No, exactly. <laughs> no, man. man. No, in a certain short lived. Yeah. It's not rooted. It, it's in, not yeah. rooted. Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, not rooted in truth. It, yeah. It, it ain't won't last long. It, it's a it's a phase, a trend. It's a trend. What, conscious music? Yeah, like now it's going to be a trend. Everything is trendy now. Everything is trendy. It's going to be a trend. Is, 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 yeah, it's a trend. Was, was a trend mm-hmm. at, a, at a certain point. But like at a point, it will be a lifestyle. Yeah, I, I, yeah at I, a point, it will turn into a lifestyle. I, I believe consciousness can be corny to an extent, but I I believe that's a large part have to do with the way you was raised. You know what I'm saying? A lot of conscious exactly. stuff. Yeah, a lot of conscious stuff I see, it don't be corny to me. No, you know no, what no, I'm like saying? Jones to me, conscious. Payroll, yeah. them niggas conscious to me. Yeah. Shit. That's, I mean, what makes them conscious to you? What make them the way they um the way they talk about their money, the way they how they post the move, and they rap about their mistakes. Okay, so that just makes them aware then. I was, okay. yeah, you, I was you, you feel me? Oh, awareness mm. because with, with with consciousness comes spirituality, comes mm. awakening. Mm. Consciousness comes with awakening. Aware, I can be aware of my flaws. I can be aware mm. of how I treat my money. I can be aware of how I invest, and I'm gonna give you that game. Mm. But to truly be conscious, bro, I feel like none of that shit matters. How I spend my money. Well, I, like, uh, you, you feel me? I, I feel like with, with true consciousness, as you grow, bro, you learn that money fake. All of this shit is fake. <laughs> Everything is an illusion. Nothing matters. <laughs> Nothing matters, but you. Yeah, mm. that's true. Nothing matters on the, on a, on a path of spirituality and consciousness. The more you grow, the more you ascend, the more you shed. You mm. know what I mean? And I believe that that was what for for those who believe in um, Jesus. I be, I'm almost definitely be, believe that Jesus did exist. Mm. And and Jesus was an ascended master mm. um of of his time, most definitely. So uh dang, what was I just about to go with that? What what, what was the last thing I just said? He was talking about awareness and consciousness and the difference. Oh yeah, boom. So like as you grow and as you ascend up and up and up and up, you're shedding all of this density, all of this matter, and you're floating and you're getting to your spirit body, your higher self and all of that. So, bro, yo, my higher self not worried about my bills. My higher self not worried about what food I need to eat. Not None of that shit. Like, that comes with the levels of consciousness. I feel like to just be aware is just 
I know what's going on. Yeah, I feel like consciousness is acknowledging the fact that you affect everything in your life, like making exactly. a conscious decision. Like, you know, that means you made a, an aware decision and you know, like, this happened because I did it. So mm-hmm. not just saying, hey, man, this is what's going on. Like, anything that's going on, good and bad, I created it in my life, no matter what. I think like I that, know. that. You know, like, when, when you go from the, the victim to the person who can actually change the things that's going on in his life. So that's, like, a real conscious rapper when he's like, man, I'm in this yeah, predicament. I, know, though, I created it. Y'all listen to I, me? I grew up like, you said who? Hell yeah. I, I rock with Larry June heavy. He kind of conscious I then. I mean, the... I'm not gonna say Larry June not conscious because we don't know these people mm, outside. Right, right. But we just, as far as what their what their music gives us, when I listen to conscious music, I want to listen to some shit that's gonna make me think. Mm. I want to listen to some shit that's gonna make me. He study, made me right? think though. He made me think and study. Like that, shit, that ten payroll ten ten stack commandments. Mm. It's like a conscious rap to me. It, it, to mm. me, my my sense. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I get what the hell you saying though, because mm. I definitely been thinking like that, like. Bills and all that shit fake. I can't tell nobody that though. You know, I can't tell nobody at work. Uncle Sam gonna want his at the first of the month. Mm. You know what you know. That shit fake at the end of the day. So I just be like, that shit fake, bro. But once you learn that everything is fake, now we can master Mm. and track everything that we want. Now I'm trying to get off that whole ass clock, Mm. whole ass Mm -hmm. twelve. That shit so much about losing. I didn't know if you knew the tour dates by heart. Uh, I wanted you to kind of plug your tour date, but I didn't even know if you knew the tour dates by heart. If you don't, do you have like a website where they can go find the tour dates? Yeah, uh, yeah most definitely. I mean, you follow me on all social media, mm-hmm. official Courtney Bell, and um, everything is on my page. But I know for the first leg of this tour, the second leg starts in October. So um, all of my shows for the rest of the month is going to be in L.A. Okay. okay. So I'm, I'm traveling a lot on the West Coast. I got a big festival that we're going to end the tour off with. And then from there, I'm going to come home for a week, get my mind back right, and then we back on the road. You know, you see I mean? a lot of Aboriginal stuff in L.A. Yeah, for sure. A lot of Aboriginal for sure, stuff For sure, for sure. Heavy tribe vibes. Man. Most definitely. Most definitely. Man, y'all tune in next week for another episode of Breaking the Machine, dropping every Sunday, the Gospel Sunday, man. Hey, and if and like I always say, DM us on Instagram at BR the Machine. Send us some questions, man. I appreciate all the feedback. All the love on YouTube. I see all the comments, even though I don't respond to them, because sometimes I'll be busy, but I try to respond to everything. Uh, Spent got to help me out with that, man. Oh, I know yeah. he don't like the social media, but, we, yeah. you know, but. I'll be on there here and there. Yeah, I'll be trying to respond to everything, man. But y'all just DM us, man. Appreciate all the love. We see everything, man. And um, that's a wrap for this episode. Courtney Bell, Breaking the Machine. That's a wrap. Appreciate y'all. Peace. Peace.